The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Guess what? Crisis fight. It's hecka tight. It's, uh, it's, oh yeah, the power phase. Except it's not. It's actually, wait, did I roll a wild? <laughs> your Marvel Crisis Protocol pull vlog. Listen, there's been a lot of changes this week and uh, we're, we're trying to catch up with them too. But we are here. My name's Tim. I'll be your host this evening. I am joined by the ever lovely Ben Lalka, as well as Danny. What's uh, up? Who you got to see Danny and I this past Tuesday on the actual Oh Yeah, the Power Phase, replaying Ben's game from the finals of the Bearded Dragon Game LVO, Bearded Dragon Games LVO qualifier, which happened this past Saturday. We do have the date for the next one as well that we'll be announcing tonight. That should be, should be on April 22nd at Bearded Dragon Games. The Longshanks is already up for it. Uh, we are expecting more players on that one because uh, we have kind of a little bit of a lead time. The last one kind of happened somewhat last minute-ish. Um, so make sure to go over there and sign up. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes as well for that. But if you search professional or PCN uh, LVO qualifier, uh, that will be on uh, the Longshanks for April 22nd. Put it on your calendar. Do it right now. Put it on I'm there. Gonna, I am doing it right now. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. So we uh, got to see a bunch of familiar faces uh, at that event. Um, both Ben and Alyssa were there. Brian Watson, one of our favorite, if not our favorite TO. Dylan Dyer, uh, Dan, Taylor, myself. Danny was there for a, for a little bit. Yeah. And um, uh, Mr. Master Wall and uh, Boom TTFN uh, were also there. Uh, that came to our... What if event that we ran uh, last year? So we do anticipate on running these events quarterly. Unfortunately, I know there's a bunch of other events on that April 22nd date. But listen, if you're going to be around in an upstate New York, uh, honestly, there's not a better place to be. In addition to all that, we're going to talk about this new MODOK release. We're going to talk about Ben's finals game and what Danny and I's interpretation of that was as we replayed it on Tuesday. And... Uh, there's probably a third or fourth thing we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, games played and hobby thoughts, because I'm sure Ben has been playing some stuff recently, um, in addition to maybe how his list will be evolving over the course of this LVO quali Invitational series. Um, so let's start out right there with games played and hobby thoughts. Ben, if you have hobbied this week, what have you hobbied and what was it? Uh, well, uh, I actually have it right here. Oh, uh, nice. I, 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 I primed my boy Wolverine. There you go. Uh, you know, that's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really good at that. Uh, you know, just spraying some stuff. Uh, I am so very wonderfully blessed, uh, to have uh, a, a wife who is just leaps and bounds more artistic than I am. And she, mm. uh, she all of our stuff. Uh, but part of the deal is I, I get to, to prime, uh, everything. So, um, 
I, I was busy priming before we left and did some stuff when we came back. So, um, uh, I was able to prime uh, Wolverine and or Logan the Wolverine. Sorry, mm-hmm, excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, um, and then been jamming a lot of games um, recently, just um, trying different stuff. Uh, actually, even in the lead up to uh, our event on Saturday, uh, was slapping a lot of Hydra, um, oh. which was super fun. Um, one of the my most favorite things about this game is just being able to 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 cheat, but on purpose with like the rules and everything. Uh, uh, And the Hydra high council is one of the ways to do that. Right. Where uh, you're like, Oh, cool. You want to play it like the same point value. That's like super fair. Just kidding. I'm going to play four threat above you. (laughs) (laughs) How else are you going to get that vanilla daredevil in the game? Right. I mean, he's just kind of an unstoppable monster. You know, I actually, one of the things I like to do with my Hydra high council is to bring bully cap. uh, Oh Yeah. And I'm like, look, it's Hydra Cap. Um, and we, we painted him up. Uh, I don't have him here uh, right in front of me, but we painted uh, that that uh, that cap, uh, a Hydra Cap. So yeah. uh, like he was Hydra the whole time. Ah, mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm in a very similar spot with you as well, where I cannot assemble. I can assemble. I just don't do it because I'm bad at it. Uh, but I am also the primary primer in my household and I'm very thankful to have, um, both a spouse and, uh, my wife, uh, Taylor and, and Lindsay to, um, paint my models for me. You're the only one who can take on the horde of cats in the garage. So. That's fair. It can only be you. That's absolutely <laughs> accurate. Black Swan is still in my garage. If someone is willing to sacrifice their body, mind, and soul to go into my garage to get that Black Swan out, I would actually super appreciate it. Um, yeah, as soon as I go near that thing, those cats are like, you know, like like a Garfield like window cling, just like in the window, being like, yeah, try it. Yeah, yeah. Try Come it. On. Come on, bet. Mm. A bunch of Adeptus Mechanicus in there, too, I need to save. Oh, man. But, huh, Yeah. They're part of the herd now. Yes. Danny, how about you? You played a game this week. I did play a game. How did it How did it go? Uh, you ran kind of a, a, a rather wide list. Yes, six wide. Yeah. So how was that? So it's, it's been not a hot minute since yeah. you played, but because um, you had played against Taylor. Yeah, I played ago. against Taylor. Yep. But how was having all of those characters kind of come back out as you're getting kind of like refreshed right. with, the, with the game? Definitely a refresher. And like I told you on stream, I'd run most of them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So I was still marginally familiar, but it definitely brought back those flashbacks of when I ran in humans early in my MCP career of like, this is in my opinion. And Dan and I talked about this when I got home. I feel like that's like a finesse list where like you have to know you have to know the ins and outs and you have to like have a plan going forward of like what you want them to do and how you want them to work. Yeah. And just simply due to my lack of experience and like, you know, I'm a little baby child. I'm ignorant. I don't know these things. So I felt like it was still a really good experience. And I told Dan, like, I want to really like find, I know I love a force. I know that I have, I love Asgard, but I definitely want to branch out more with those types of like lists and rosters where, I'm like super comfortable and like it fits what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. And Dan's like, what do you want it to do? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not totally sure. But and like, you know, I I made some mistakes like straight out of the gate. But again, that was something where like Alyssa, when she built that list, she had very specifically something in mind that she wanted to pull off and orchestrate. Yeah. And I didn't know. I didn't have that same plan. So, you know, I feel like 
I could have done better, but also she's got that skill set to be able to run that list and do well with it. And I just don't have that skill set. And that's okay. Well, yeah. and it, yeah. it went up against a bunch of bullies too, right? I told Dan, I said, you and I should have switched because like Ben's list yeah. is exactly my kind of thing. Like I just want to run up and like smash and punch and, you and, know. And Alyssa's list was actually my type of list. Exactly. I love running wide. Just like. Yes. Yes. I had four. So I, so at least we were both out of our comfort zone. Yes. Um, for sure. Because it's, it's certainly one of those things where I'm like, I only got four people. No, my decisions matter now. And I don't right. like that. Yeah. I, I don't want my decisions <laughs> to matter. I just want to throw numbers. The more handful of the dice that are that are out there, the better. Yes. Um, ben, tell us a little bit about how that list and roster has evolved. Had you considered bringing anything else to that LVO qualifier? Or <laughs> maybe maybe Hydra even, but um, yeah. But uh, what what so made you choose that particular roster? And has have there been any changes that you've made recently to it that have really kind of kicked it up to the next level? Especially since um, the actual LVO Invitational in uh, last month. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so we ended up bringing just for my roster, like. 22 models uh, uh, and the car just, I mean, cause I, you know, uh, I, we, we got to, to Tim's place. Uh, it was so gracious to, to host us uh, uh, for the evening. And, uh, you know, even that night, I'm like, I, I just, I don't know what to play. <laughs> do, I, do I play my LVO list? Do I, am, am I a big old jerk? Uh, do I, do I not play, uh, you know, hardcore brotherhood, you know, uh, uh, and this brotherhood, roster has has evolved a bunch um there's still a lot of remnants left from what i brought at everwinter mm. uh, uh everwinter was really when i decided to just kind of uh kick it up a gear and, and take it to another notch and to say okay you know if, if we're going to go competitive um then i really need to do this um and, you know, because I, I was kind of, you know, flip flopping and, and not quite sure, you know, what to take. And, you know, is this uh, do I do this for the for the LALs, you know, uh, um, and it, it has evolved a lot. Um, I used to have Scarlet Witch uh, as one of my yeah. second five threats instead of Hulk. Mm -hmm. uh, and she was actually the first person I kicked out of the roster. Oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, I you'd kick out your own daughter. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, he there's said a card. hardcore brotherhood. Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. Difficult to please. It's in the game. Um, <laughs> uh, quick, I can't remember. I actually don't think Quicksilver's been on my roster since probably the first original release of of mm. Brotherhood. Mm. Um, when I did do difficult to please because it was really funny, um, but uh, yeah. She just doesn't do enough right now. Um, mm -hmm. I still love her. I mean, there are some scenarios where, of course, in the back of my head, I'm like, you know who would be really good right now? Scarlet Witch. Yep. Uh, but uh, with the addition of Hulk and Malekith on, on the list, um, it gives me a lot of flexibility to answer any problems. Uh, going into LVO, one of the, the, the greatest struggles I was having was against space reality uh, Thanos. Who yeah, was with just, Guardians, uh, right? A lot of the uh, time. With Guardians. Uh, I, I probably put maybe um, in over a month and a half, maybe 30 some odd games of just nice. practice. And um, I played maybe maybe 10, 11 Guardians uh, players who all had Thanos, and I lost every single one. Um, and it was just like, 
how do I fix this problem? Uh, how do I, how do I, uh, I just, at the, at the time, the roster didn't have enough juice, didn't have enough control to deal with Thanos who would just go last and move things. Um, and so I decided to be a big old bully and put Malekith in um, and just match bully with bully. Um, and Malekith with Brotherhood still allows uh, the turn one charge. Yeah. Um, I, it's just, it's really gross and awesome. And I loved it. And the second I put uh, Malekith in that list, um, I was undefeated against space reality Thanos players. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was it was really awesome. So I enjoyed it. Um, right now, um, <laughs> my my one flex character who's probably going to get the boot um, is Gambit. Uh, I I personally love Gambit. Uh, and let it be known, there were two players at LVO who had Gambit. Yep. Uh, wow. I was one of them, and I brought him in one of my games to the the cringe of every Brotherhood player there. Um, like, Don't do it, and I. And I did it. Uh, and uh, sure enough, uh, I don't know if he if he won me the game, but he didn't do too too, too bad. Nice. So you know, you know, counts as a win for Gambit. You know, uh, so he's he's probably um, you know what would what would be great is you know having a three threat um, character that has some mystic ability. Right now, that that's the only weakness of my of my roster right now is I don't have, uh, I have zero mystic attacks out of the, in well, I take that back. Uh, Malekith has a beam that I never use. That's true. Uh, that is true. <laughs> never used. Uh, what about so like I, a hood in, in, in brotherhood there? I mean, I know yeah. it's outside of affiliation, but you know, if, if Magneto or someone does get spacked around a little bit, being able to heal, having some rapid fire mystic to take out someone with a weaker defense or just double tap, you know, Logan, the Wolverine, if you ever run across them. Mm. Right. Um, you know, those, those are some things I've been thinking about. I've actually have been thinking about trying out Psylocke. I'm really excited about her. Same. I think she, I think she can do some, some neat stuff, um, with, with brotherhood. Um, the problem is that four, four thread is such a competitive, um, value, um, yep. and, and almost every affiliation, but especially in brotherhood. Um, so I'm going to give her a try, uh, when she comes out, um, I'm excited into seeing what juicing her up with all this extra power and right. just think of all the wild so that you could just drain somebody with all the power, oh, mm-hmm. her, her and rogue just draining everybody with power. Just, oh my gosh, seriously. Uh, well, and that was, that was a character that I hadn't really gotten a lot of play with yet was, was rogue and playing your roster from, from that qualifier on Tuesday, uh, Rogue is just so great. Oh my gosh. I told Dan very specifically, I was like, I need to figure out a roster based around Rogue. Yeah. Like, that's just what I need to do because I love her so much. Maybe just start playing Brotherhood. Maybe. I mean, I mean, when, welcome to the Brotherhood. We're, yeah. we're taking on people. Uh, you'll notice that we've dropped the word evil. It was a really bad PR. So right. Yeah, it was. I appreciate the Brotherhood that. Brotherhood now, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, um, no, I, I don't think Rogue gets enough love. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think four is a really competitive um, threat value. Um, but I've ever since Rogue has, has come out, uh, the fact that she has a charge, she can she has a character throw, she has a terrain throw, and she also has a power drain ability. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there are times where uh, instead of charging out, you just double walk power drain on turn one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which just, that's exactly what Tim did. You power drained me constantly. So yeah. like Crystal and Okoye couldn't do a whole lot because I had no power. So that was awesome. 
on your side. There was a couple of things that, that Tim did that, that made me very proud. I was like, oh. And then there were a couple of things I'm pretty sure Tim was doing. Shall we talk about the shrapnel blast? Yeah. So, oh. so for a while, you know, I, I've heard it and I've heard it said and it is, it is known to me and it is, it is ingrained that, Tim, there's nearly no reason to ever shrapnel blast. And I was Ever. like, that can't be true. It simply can't be. Do I roll the same amount of dice on my builder? And if I'm within range two, I'm able to re-roll them all? Yes. But <laughs> in my head, I thought if I used a metal construct to blow up, uh, you know, a metal construct to to use it as A2 from there, then I added the dice to the attack. Because I, I looked at it and I was like, wow, that's a lot of power for a sixth strength spender on a sixth threat character. And it is actually, you know what it turned it out to be because I was incorrect about the, the 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 blowing up the train thing, that is magnetic crush or whatever. Yep. Uh, so my bad. Uh, I was heavily punished for it directly afterwards by by both chat in their words and their nineteen redemptions of the hydrate. Our hydrate, yes. Uh, point redemption, yes. Um, and I got punished for that too, and I didn't even do it. And then yeah. he almost did it again. He's like, I know this didn't pay off last time, but maybe I'll do it. But this what time. if? But what yeah. if? I, I, what if? I'm pretty sure I almost fell over and was like <laughs> getting rid of, like clenching my heart like this. This will kill me. <laughs> you know, I mean, the math. The math says, you know, for the same amount of power, you can throw a size three and a size two terrain feature at somebody, and you're going to guarantee. Now it's all it's all single target damage, mm -hmm. uh, but that's what Magneto wants to be doing, and. You know, I mean, there are some maybe weird occasions where like, you know, three characters are left on one and you really yeah. need to take all three of them down. Maybe, maybe. Um, but uh, it is just generally way better to uh, to be able to build your people um, consistently. That way you're also getting power to do all the things. I also now um, I don't we, we talked about this a little bit beforehand of uh, that. I was going to shame you in your brotherhood tactics. Uh, turn one uh, refraction yep. when no one near you, Tim. <laughs> yep. No, no. But I also so I understood that. And once again, immediately punished for it by Just then walking up and going to pick up a spider. In fact, and being like, oh, oh, wait, oh, wait. Oh, wait. I'm dumb. Oh, wait. I'm just dumb. Uh, listen, I that is something I should have known better than to do. But yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Um, but it, it was really fun um, watching you both play. Like I said, it was uh, very different than how a Listen Eyes game went. Uh, yes. But yep. It, I, that's fair. It was, it's an interesting feeling watching someone take your list and having their own interpretations of it. Like I said, Danny, I think you named it well. Where uh, you look at you look at the cards that have been given to you, the characters that have been given to you. And you're like, all right, there's a plan here. Mm -hmm. What that plan is, right. I don't know. <laughs> I actually think that was a really kind of a fun part of it, right? Yeah. Like, neither of us really got to watch um, Ben and Alyssa's game from that event. Yeah. Um, but trying to interpret what we assume they were trying to do mm -hmm. with also our own both lack of knowledge on how to play either of those these groupings in that way because i am not yeah. a brotherhood player no at all um and i you know there's nothing wrong with brotherhood players i'm not saying that it's just it's not my my play type right and well, you know we, no no offense we had our own interpretation of of their lists we had our own interpretation of the crises and how to do those because we did mm -hmm. those wrong yep. the whole time 100 percent. so you know it was 
but 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 that's good. You know what I mean? It's good to 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 you know walk walk a crisis in someone else's shoes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I do think like it was a struggle for me, but I feel like that's one thing that I hadn't really. I don't know why it never like dawned on me until playing that list where I was like, oh, so if you get characters who like mesh and work together, it doesn't have to be so like individual. Yeah. You know, they mm-hmm. can like do things together like as a squad, some might say. Yeah, oh. that's actually a great word for it. You know, I had this huge epiphany that I know people from the get go have been like, uh, yeah, duh, that's kind of the point. But I don't know, man. I never thought of it as like cohesive like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. So then that's like I said, Dan and I started talking. I was like, I got I have to do something with people who can like work with Rogue. That's yeah. what I need. Well, and so like one of the things that we've started doing on Oh Yeah, the Power Phase is after an event. And I think we started this after Everwinter or maybe we did it after NashCon as well, where that first stream after an event, we play the finals match. Mm. But with, you know, the, the chuds here at the network piloting those particular. Right. Chuds. And I think like we do a lot of lot of random gimmicky Mimi lists, right? Yes. But they're always something that we have thought of that someone else hasn't like played or, or put out. Right. There. Yeah. But when we try to play higher level players. Uh, rosters and squads, I think it's a really neat opportunity to be like kind of exactly what you were saying before. Like, why were they making these calls? Why are these here? Mm-hmm. They certainly brought these tools for a reason. And 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 what were they? Yeah. Um, and it's it's great practice, I feel like, for me to be able to kind of to walk through that, especially playing stuff that I would not normally play Same. on purpose. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dark Dimension the other week after we played, uh, after we went to Everwinter. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I just I dig it. Yep, I dig it. So, speaking of Mr. Ben, oh, what is the <laughs> next event that you are going to be going to? Ooh, Ooh. um, because there's a lot. We're we're now kind of entering con season. We're like yeah. every month there's some huge mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And it is yeah. difficult to kind of narrow down and really pick and choose what you go to. Yeah. So I, I really wanted to go to Depticon. Um, one, uh, it's, it, it's just a huge event. Yes, uh, it is. And they were going to do Shadowpoint demos, which you know mm-hmm. I, I wanted to you know push and shove you know people to get to, but um, uh, but they. You know, they sold the, the the tickets on the Lord's Day, and I was a little busy. Uh, <laughs> and then by the time I got home, they were all sold out. Um, I mean, so I think it speaks to one just how how MCP as a whole is growing. Yeah, uh, you know, at these big events, that I, I think from what I heard, I mean, it sold out in like two hours. You know, yeah. and that was that was with uh, Cvent uh, having a bunch of issues as well. Like yeah. one not not Adepticon site, but the server that was processing it that they go through was having all sorts of like downtime issues and had uh, outages and stuff. So the fact that it still sold out in those two hours when it was down for a lot of that is yeah, really yeah. impressive. Uh, absolutely bonkers. Um, sorry, I just realized uh, that uh, I might need some more power. Uh, but, power. Uh, power uh it's the power no, oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah the power face uh, <laughs> so, uh i do think uh so i really want to go to depth but uh i missed the, the next goal uh that uh w- 
Alyssa and I are thinking about as well as um, uh, Shane and a couple of the other guys from Rochester are thinking about going to our uh, second wind, which is in Chicago. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, we're really excited about that. Um, and then I think there's, I wouldn't be there's shocked if second win was pretty big this year coming off of, uh, Vincent's, uh, win, right. Yeah. At LVO. Yeah. 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 I th- I, and then, you know, I mean, it's well-deserved too. Like yeah. Vince, I think did, did well. And except, you know, every time that, um, you know, I've talked to folks who have come back from second win, they love the event. So mm-hmm. it's, That's uh, awesome. and it's growing too. It's another event that start off with like 20, 30 people. And then, you know, I think last year hit, you know, 60, 70, you know, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, we'll probably hit triple digits, you know, this year. Um, so second wind is up there. Um, and then there's going to be, there's this weird timing where I think it's going to be NashCon and then like ACO right after, um, or, or, or one before the other, there's a really short window between, yeah. between those two. And, um, both those events I really, uh, really want to go to, uh, NashCon, uh, with you last year was, was just awesome. It was an absolute blast. I'm really glad you, uh, twisted my arm and going to that because I, hey, I had know, a very good time. You just got to bully people sometimes, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. you're a brotherhood uh, player. Yeah, that tracks. Yep. <laughs> I'm a brotherhood player, and Magneto says, "Do it." Uh, do it. And uh, so that's going to be great. And then, uh, you know, any event as you, as you said that, that yeah. Brian does um, is just a wonderful time. So uh, I didn't get a chance to go to ACL last year, but I'm hoping to go this year. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, and then Everwinter. Uh, those are those yeah. are all the events. And sporadically, you know, going to a couple of events out in Rochester, uh, and then of course uh, back to the Wanata. Uh, That's right, <laughs> the Anamanapia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the one, the only Anta. They're onto yeah. something there. Let yeah. me tell you, onto something. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's really bad. There's a story there, but. <laughs> Those are the events that we're looking uh, looking to go to, and uh, and then of course, like I said, if I qualify, then um, get a chance to go to LVO again. Nice. Well, and you're you're on your way with some points from this last uh, this last uh, event yeah. last week or whatever. Yeah, I haven't. I actually haven't looked at the website. I got an email um, saying that I got points, so uh, but I didn't see uh, how much. I don't know the threshold. I just uh, submitted the the roster and stuff for it today because I was waiting on two players' emails that I didn't have. Um, but now that that's submitted, yeah, those points should probably be updated right along. Uh, yeah. And so it'll, it'll, it'll be fun. And, and of course, you know, um, I gotta get some more, right. You gotta get some more points. So, you know, yeah. everyone, hold on. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about some of the other people that you faced at that LVO qualifier. I know you had a, a, a little bit of a back and forth of Mr. Dylan Dyer himself playing some wizards as yeah. well as, uh, can't recall. Was your first round against Dan? Uh, no, it was against uh, Boom TTF. Oh right? yes, yes, yeah, yes. Um, so spoiler alert: I played Intrusions all three games. Mm-hmm. I won bio, uh, all three and uh, picked my secures, uh, and so uh, we pulled Intrusions each time, which was uh, really awesome. Uh, so I, I played uh, uh, Boom's uh, Asgard, um, and it was a really interesting. List like said, a, a young guy, I think. Uh, I think it was around that 16, right? If I remember. I, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not so, positive, yeah. but certainly yep. within the, the high school realm. Uh, and so now I'm, I'm notorious for beating up 16 year olds. I did it at LVO and yeah. uh, now I'm over here. So, uh, man, brotherhood players are such bullies. <laughs> brotherhood players, we're the worst. Honestly, <laughs> he, he's fun. selling it. I'm kind yeah. of like leaning towards this affiliation, right? I'm a bit of a bully go. myself. 
You're a teenager? Specifically What's to teenagers, up? like yeah. as a high school English teacher, yes. <laughs> I'm familiar. Uh, but no, he was he was a great, uh, great young man. Like I said, he was playing Asgard and um we played Struggle for the Cubes and Intrusions, which is an interesting um crisis matchup for for Brotherhood. Um we tend to like it because anytime you know damage is being dealt and we don't have to do it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I um, uh, can say that I'm a big fan of that. Um, but he had a huge point lead going into uh, the second round. I think he was up uh, like like five to five to two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, Rutro, this is really bad. I mean, just made some really wonderful calls. Uh, he brought Mystique and Deception me off of a point earlier on. And nice. instead of um, what normal people do uh, is or what what people get kind of consumed with is they'll deception you and then feel like they need to instantly double tap you with the rapid fire. Uh, but he knew right away that he, he could just deception me, walk on a point. Uh, it's a points game. Yeah. And yep. points yep. game. And, uh, so I was really impressed. I told him right there. So that's probably one of the best moves that you can make uh, in turn one, uh, just guaranteeing him a furthermore point lead. And so, yeah, he, he did a really wonderful job. Um, Unfortunately for him, his Loki grabbed a whole bunch of cubes and died to cubes, uh, which oh, made my life no. really easy. Now, uh, we, we know canonically Loki loves grabbing a whole bunch of cubes. Loki loves a cube. I mean, so, they're, so yep. they're super shiny. Yep. And, he was um, just sticking with the narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, right. we yep. love the storytelling. And I commit, you know, I, you know, commend him for, for, you know, sticking with it. Uh, but it was, it was a really uh, wonderful game and it's a close game. Um, he uh, was able to daze Magneto, uh, which was kind of concerning. And uh, I don't think I've seen a Thor roll that well ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I know so, against his game against Dylan as well, that there was a God of Thunder that got off that really had uh, Dylan insanely worried. Yeah. Right yeah. On. We were like, oh, this is what, you know, uh, uh, Thor feels like. And, um, and yeah, he was throwing around Juggernaut. And I'm just like, well, uh, can you stop? <laughs> like this is um, you to be fat fat thor please right? um, yeah you know uh so it was uh, it was difficult to work around but um we got the win and uh it was a really wonderful and close game i think the final score was like 16 to 12 yeah 16 to 12 um uh and then then it played into uh the old the old doctor of the d the old, uh, yeah the old d dizzles the old d hizzle um and I, I will say, uh, and I hope I hope Mitch is is either watching or uh, or will watch this. Um, we did Mitch proud. Uh, we played on a board that had twenty one terrain features. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Now uh, we confirmed as, uh, and, and I will say, uh, I, when Dylan and I saw the board, we're like, this cannot be correct. <laughs> Uh, this looks like so, like just so much. Um, and so, uh, we, we talked to, we talked to Tim and we talked to, I think it was Brian and Taylor who, who played on the, um, on the before. I'm like, guys, did did you put some stuff on here? Like what, what happened? And no, this is how it was. And so, uh, I will give credit where credit's due to Dylan. I said, you know, Hey, we, we can, uh, reduce it down to i think the maximum suggested is like 18 or something like that uh, 18 or 16 somewhere around there uh, and he was like nope let's do it uh let's full send it and i go okay uh, this is this is a man of honor and integrity he he really uh, is i do really like his like yeah whatever let's do it okay yeah yeah let's, let's do it and um and we as we were talking and and 
you know, Dylan is just a great sport. I had a lot of fun playing with him. Um, and I told him, and he was, you know, he was pretty nervous. So, you know, Wizards into Brotherhood can be a tough matchup. And I mm-hmm. told him, I said, look, no pressure, just win Pryo and you'll be fine. Um, and then he proceeded to lose Pryo. Uh, and he goes, looks like I'm not going to be fine. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we pulled Intrusions, uh, which uh, is just such a, I don't know why I don't see it in every single Brotherhood uh, yeah. roster. Um, I think people still think that it it does a damage to you, mm-hmm. uh, and that's yeah. what, what people kind of you know fear. And like I said, and I played it when it did that because uh, Magneto really doesn't care about taking one damage if he can teleport and murder everybody. Yeah, um, I'll I'll take that trait one damage to murder your whole team. Deal. Well, and just think um, about how much closer you can get to you know one of your metallic or your your metal constructs to be able to shrapnel blast once you can teleport around the a board. <laughs> But I mean, legitimately being able to, to port around to, to put yourself within range of more terrain to throw. You know, once I've cleared out this side of the board, I guess I'll just port over there and keep keep throwing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's really, you know, one of the great, you know, strengths of intrusions is, um, you know, one of the weaknesses of a Magneto led Brotherhood team. And, uh, you know, besides, you know, a juggernaut um, is our mobility. Uh, if you have fu- if you have ways to control us, um, that that's going to be a bad time mm-hmm. uh, for for Brotherhood. Um, and I think some convocation players are, are getting you know, there. Uh, I saw uh, uh, Dylan's team and was really hoping that he didn't pick two characters. Um, and of course, when we did our, our roster or roster selection or squad selection, uh, he picked Lizard and Voodoo, uh, which are the two correct answers. To, to brotherhood mm-hmm. uh, the, the extract we're playing was uh the paranoia one, one of the yes okay. um, which is a great a, a, a great extract for for dylan and and for the convocation um and uh, i did some cheeky stuff with toad i think on turn one where i like grabbed a far one because i didn't want him to grab it and really wanted to try to bait him into uh making a mistake and going early with uh, with Doctor Strange, often yes. I think um, convocation players think that you know getting Doctor Strange up, you know, up and early um, and into there, you know, he can take a couple of shots um, is the correct answer. Um, and it, against Brotherhood, especially when Mystique is on the board, which she was, um, you just can't do it. You got to play around Deception. Deception's a really, uh, really, really strong card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just threatens you no matter what. Uh, and Dylan made, I think, probably the best call that he could make, uh, which was go up with with Lizard. Lizard double walks, grabs one of the paranoias, takes a damage, and heals it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically baits me into uh, using the deception right then and there. You know, the problem is if you don't deception right then, I'm not going to get deception off until turn four, turn five. Right, right. Um, and Mystique might be dead. Listen, you know, a body it, system is important, right? Especially with yeah, the Mystique but, on the table. Right. And and again, where paranoia rewards you for being within two because you're getting an extra point. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I had to I had to deception lizard on turn one, which is just awful. You don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was, you know, it was really frustrating this stupid green jerk uh with his uh, good physical defense and his invulnerability good, and his fast defense. healing and his throw 
Right. And then all of a sudden now he, you know, has like wizardy magic and you know, mm-hmm. science is basically magic. Uh, and so, you know, he can bump uh, after and really ruin the positioning. Um, Dylan and I talked a little bit about this too. Uh, when you, when you play brotherhood, you should, and I cannot stress this enough. If you're convocation, you're playing against brotherhood, never flip your leadership onto the attack side. Ever. Oh yeah. You need that bump. Uh, you need that you bump need as bump much as possible. Cause again, I want to sit there and double tap you. Um, and if you can bump and, and force me to do something I don't want to do, um, it, it really is an aggravation. Uh, and again, uh, I'm run, running four wide, you know, most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're going to go, you know, five, six wide that some teams can do pretty uh, reliably nowadays, mm-hmm. uh, convocation is one of those teams, uh, it really just kind of hinders my action economy. And then all of a sudden you're down by four or five points and you're like, Oh, and uh, at this point, uh, and going into the third round, I think I was down five points. Um, and this is where I, a good teachable moment for, for all, uh, brotherhood players or future brotherhood players, Danny, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, don't step off the gas. I, I think okay. so many times, um, attrition players will find that you're down five and you know, what do I do? I'm, I'm going to lose. And of course, you don't want to make a mistake and, and hit non-high priority targets. You know, somebody who doesn't have an objective, you can leave them alone generally. Um, but if you let off the gas and you start playing this weird control game, um, your opponent is now winning. Uh, you're there to just uh, just slap and press the gas as hard as you can yeah. until hurts um and and and, to that sorry i'm gonna interrupt you here uh because we have a lot of newer players or people kind of just getting back into the game can you describe especially in mcp terms what an attrition versus a control player is and kind of what those methodologies are yeah that's a great question yeah uh so attrition players um are what i've lovingly called all about the slaps you want to you want to slap people until your hand hurts uh (laughs) Uh, it's, Do you it's keep wonderful... slapping after your hand starts to hurt? Oh no, you switch it up and then you slap them with the other. All side. right, there yeah. you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how they so get you. The yeah, yes. <laughs> key. Uh, so you're you're uh, as a nutrition player, your game plan is to re- be removing models. Uh, your control, your way to deal with stuff is removing models. Uh, there are a lot of teams that that are more attrition focused. Uh, Brotherhood. Uh, is I think one of the better ones uh, at, at the time, but one of the other famous ones that were uh, really strong for a long time was Black Order, uh, uh, led by Thanos and, and Corvus, uh, who were just picking off models almost every turn. It was it was gross. Uh, to a lesser extent, Malekith, those initial wild hunt lists as well. Yeah, yes, yeah. Malekith is, is still, and he's still really, really good at doing it now. Uh, uh, and then you have a control style uh, where you're really not, trying to deal damage. You're trying to move models off points, grab objectives, run away, do things. You're trying to play the, uh, you're trying to play the missions more so than dealing with your opponent's models in okay. terms of damage. Uh, web warriors are the kind of quintessential control team. Uh, they throw people, they move stuff off, uh, you know, off of points. Pushes They've and got pulls. Hops. 
Yeah, they push, yeah. they pull, they thwip, right? You know, um, you get to quip and thwip, mm-hmm. right? You know, quipping and thwipping, uh, quipping and thwipping. Uh, Put so that on a shirt, right? And uh, flipping on their defense like really roles. Wonderful. <laughs> they're a really wonderful control team. Um, I think they're one of the better ones. Um, I, I think we're seeing uh, uh, X Men Gold with Storm is really kind of uh, one of the premier. Uh, control teams now with beast who can hop off of somebody and then throw somebody off a point, push it, you know, push another thing. It's, um, it's really quite obnoxious Uh, as someone who just wants to slap people like, Oh, you're moving around. Just (laughs) Just hold still. Uh, Just hold still. Um, So those, those are your two primary uh, play styles. And of course, you know, some teams will try to, to mix in between it. That's Alyssa's Inhumans. They are a kind of a mixture mm. of, okay, when do I play the objective and, and start kind of rearing off the gas and moving pieces around and doing things like that? Uh, and then when do I lean into it? And, and I like to imagine uh, those types of teams as more like scalpels. Um, you're not here trying to bash everybody. You know you're not going to remove everybody off the board. You need to remove the most important models at the time, and target prioritize the best that you can with those scalpel type teams. Um, Very much next, like uh, Sources Supreme with his scalpel. Yeah, yes. And that was uh, exactly to the point. Um, Dylan was able to, to use scalpel well um, and create some problems. Uh, one of the other great things that Convocation does as a control team, uh, I think some people want to play Convocation as an attrition team. And I, I've not found the the secret tech that really makes them do that liably against other attrition teams i think they can do that well against some some control teams i I don't know if you knew this or not but as far as uh convocation and attrition um strange's daggers of daggeroth are in Mm -hmm. fact deadly they are deadly daggers of Daggeroth. Yep. Um, and they're quite annoying against pretty much any team because you're like, oh, you're weak against this? Slap. Um, oh, good. Think- He's not bringing the strange that can attack however he wants. Oh, nuts. Dagger- deadly oh. daggers of Daggeroth. Oh, nuts. Uh, and it's fun to just have alliteration. Um, it is. I love that. Mm-hmm. No, but Complication's strongest character um, is Dr. Voodoo. Um, mm. And that was one of the big things that, that Dylan and I talked about. Um, is learning how to perfect Dr. Voodoo is going to, is going to elevate your game as a convocation player, knowing when to possess people, when to recall it, when to just, you know, uh, point somebody's, uh, uh, you know, uh, objective off and then move back to another one. Yeah. Um, it, it really, cause again, attrition style teams do need to score a little bit of points, right? So you don't just get blown out of the water. Um, and Voodoo can just shut that down and go, Oh, that's cute. Boop. Uh, so uh, it was a really close game. Um, you know, like I said, it, it, Dylan made me work and it made me really rethink, uh, you know, some position stuff and, mm-hmm. uh, any, like I said, he was playing on a rough board where said there's 21 train, uh, train pieces. And I, and I will say, and this is something that I talked to him about, um, and another piece of advice that, uh, please don't ever use against me because that'll make me sad. Uh, I think effective brotherhood players will if you bring Brace for Impact, which is a card that says you spend one, you take no damage from a collision. I'm trying to get that card out of your hand as soon as possible. Mm. Uh, and I am going to throw every size two and every size three until you use it. Uh, and I'm going to save these size four stuff because you most likely don't have a way to get rid of it. And mm-hmm. I do. Uh, 
Um, and you have, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, so obviously the counter is to bring Punisher and just blow up the size four and five terrain as soon as you can. <laughs> yeah. It Even if it cool. doesn't hurt anybody, just well, to get rid of it. It would be really cool if he could do that. Unfortunately, he's limited to size three. Oh, nuts. Oh. All right. That's fair. If you want to play by the rules. If you want to play by those pesky rules. Um, but yeah, so there's there's not a lot that uh, can deal with uh, size four terrain. Um, you know, like I said, there's becoming more like rhinos and Angela's and other, you know, uh, mm-hmm. folks. Uh, but if you don't have any of that, I know that I can save that size four for later. Um, and it puts the other player into this weird predicament that if I hold on to this ready to brace that size four, you're taking size two and size three train mm-hmm. to the face consistently. Yeah. Uh, and that's ended up what, what happened to, to Dylan was, you know, he was anticipating the, the size four uh, coming at him. So I just kept throwing size two and size three things at him and, um, and that slowly chips you away. And, um, so it's, uh, it's a really difficult position. Um, brotherhood players, please don't just throw the biggest thing because you can, um, right. it's really tempting. Mm-hmm. It's really tempting. Uh, but try to get that card, you know, out of their hand or said, um, make them eat cars. Uh, and that's the important thing. You know, we did talk about this, that unfortunately in wizarding academies, they don't teach you how to dodge cars. You get all this cool magical knowledge and how to like wiggle your fingers. That's very um, true. Yep. Uh, they don't teach you how to dodge cars, which is uh, unfortunate. So speaking of um, Supremes, right? Uh, with the Sorcerer Supreme, we did get a little bit of a teaser for the new MODOK Scientist Supreme. What a now they had kind of mentioned previously that we that in 2023 we were going to be getting a new Hulk and a new Modok. They've now both been revealed. The new model, which you can see on screen here, looks pretty dope. To be fair, not only is it a Modok that looks ripe to have a mustache placed on him, he also has two extra guns and a whole lot more flames coming out of that uh, that little bottom butt with his little baby legs. But. <laughs> We know for a fact he's not coming with aim lackeys or any type of grunts and that he's not an affiliation leader. What are both of your anticipations for what this MODOK, a, a supreme scientist, um, what will he bring to the be, what will he be bringing to the game? What do you anticipate will be the big differences? And do you see him being a four, five or six threat or maybe even more? Hmm. You- you start, Danny. I've been talking a lot. Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I Modoc is like the weirdest. I didn't know Modoc existed until the whole Modagna thing. Yeah. Um yep. uh, I would love well, okay. So if he's got a rocket blast, right? Like on his little seat. Correct. Maybe an energy based. So I, I right? so I don't disagree with that at yeah. all. So an OG Modoc has the psionic bolt for a mystic attack. Mm-hmm. I think the first mm-hmm. mystic attack in the game. And then his yeah. uh, his deadly chair, where he, yeah, he blasts that chair, chair at you. But I think, yeah, with those huge lasers and rockets on him, I would not be shocked to see an energy attack on there. I am surprised that he doesn't come with any kind of grunts, though. I feel like that's kind of... A little bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah, and just, I don't know. I feel like that would spice him up a little bit more. If he doesn't have grunts, then I could see him definitely being like a six or seven. I would love to see you know? a seventh threat Modoc. <laughs> I mean, that is a model only designed for killing. So literally, super into that. Yes. Yeah. 
I, I want to yeah. see a new like Malekith, right? But it's Modalekith <laughs> is what they refer to him as. <laughs> Maladoc. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Modoc riding the the winged tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the K is not killing its cat now. Yeah. Only for cat. Uh, no, I. I, I do agree. I think it's kind of a missed opportunity for um, the the hive uh, the hive grunts to come out the little the beekeeper grunts. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. you know you know I, your boy I, loves bees. So like I, I have heard and seen how much you love bees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think it's interesting. I wonder if they're still um, going to give some wiggle room for the scientist supreme. I do think that his name being scientist supreme is kind of interesting. Um, I didn't really expect that. Um, but I, that's okay. I adore him personally. It's super gimmicky to me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm yeah. super into, especially with a character yeah. like Modoc. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, there was the the Pat Oswald show, right? Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. Uh, where he is the scientist supreme, and then she takes over, or whatever. You know. Um, so there is some conflict within AIM. Um, I would actually. Here's my hope is I actually want him to be like a leadership, like a tactic card leader. Yeah. Um, and that later we're going to see the super adaptoids. Uh, nice. I want, see, I want to see adaptoids and the super adaptoid. Um, I think that would be really cool. Uh, I, I played the the Marvel Avengers game where those were, you know, like said the big bads. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that'd be cool. Uh, I love Modoc. Um, and you know, maybe he could, uh, be an Avenger or, you know, or, yeah, as long, as long as he gets KO'd an Avenger, that's really kind of all that I care about. Um, I, I, and he friends with somebody, you know, right. Really. Yeah. Uh, but so I'm actually super curious for some really neat interactions with his tactics cards that he comes with. I, I would, I would like to see something like, a. Just because over the past few releases, we've seen some cool stuff with um, Do You Really Want to Remember and uh, Double Agent, Sleeper Agent, and kind of some of those uh, game uh, nanites, even to a lesser extent, um, where you can kind of have some affiliation manipulation based out of a tactics card. And I would really like to see that here. I I hope that that title is not just superfluous. Yeah, Um, I I want it to mean something. Uh, and I, I really hope it does. And I hope it is gimmicky as, as all get out. I want some just wild, wacky, stupid stuff on there. That's, yeah. that's going to form the meta around. Well, as long as no one brings Modoc, then I can just, you know, continue to play my roster how I normally would, but I want a disruptor will, in there. Now, you know, when the game first came out that Modoc was the big bad, he was oh, yeah. the old big bad mm-hmm. until a certain somebody came out. Do you know who that person was? Magneto. My boy Magneto. Hey. Hey, cool, cool two defense. Here's some cars. <laughs> uh, I, I love that. So I love when, when Magneto came into the world, he defeated Modoc like the good brotherhood leader that he is. The good guy. Again, yeah. we're good guys. I don't know why we have to keep telling good guys. But but as far as what I want to see on him, um, Energy attack, maybe a versatile attack too, because you have the rockets right on one side, and you have what looks to be a laser on the other. Okay. So mm-hmm. I could see almost like a deadly daggers of Daggeroth, where you can choose between maybe a physical with an explosion or a uh, like a, a weapon array of some form, or maybe you have an energy attack in there too. And based on so here's what I, like what I'd really like to see. So Rogue has this, Doctor Strange has this, 
a number of characters have it where you can choose the type of damage it is. Mm. I want different wild triggers or effects based on which type you choose. I don't want it to Ooh. be two separate listings. Mm-hmm. I want it to be one listing with different wild triggers based on the damage type that you are doing with it. That'd be really cool. So like if you did physical, it could have like pierce. But if it was energy, you could have like incinerate. Correct. On a wild e- exactly that. I like yep. that. Yep. yep. An explosion on both. Always. I want so much oh. more explosions. <laughs> Just team explosion. Yeah. Scientist Supreme popping off. Correct. And some battlefield manipulation, right? Because that's all what Modoc is. Or maybe that's how they make him different than the OG one, where he's not moving people around. He's not, you know, deflecting whatever. And he's not giving rerolls. Maybe similar to Source of Supreme, Doctor Strange. This is actually a murder bot. Mm. This is all about, you know, steroids to his own attacks and uh, offensive rerolls and things like that. I want I want a superpower where you know he says this is how I talk, <laughs> and you know you get like you get stronger. You know, if I, I was really so when we get the card reveal um, under Modok on the OG card, it just says Modok. I would really like this one to say not a dick as as, <laughs> as, his, uh, as his name, but but yeah. sharpie that in. I, I'm I'm probably going to yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm super actually stoked for this. I know the comment section has not been super supportive of uh, of Modoc two of Tudoc, but uh, listen, and and I said this the other day. I forget on what stream it was, but you know, if you like Brotherhood, Brotherhood is getting new characters all the time. You know what I mean? Even if they're not in Brotherhood affiliation, like Rhino, uh, you have a bunch of people that really like certain microverses of the Marvel universe that gets kind of expanded regularly, especially if you're a mutant fan, mm-hmm. Spider-Man fans too. Granted, they went for it on a little bit of a drought for a while, but now they're getting some cool new stuff. Modoc fans have not gotten anything new since Modoc, who was pretty much a release character. So it's been yeah. almost two, almost three years since there's been a, a you know, a new thing for, for MODOK dudes. And uh, I'm a MODOK dude, you know what I mean? This is yeah. exciting. I'm excited for this. I hope I hope they do knock it out of the park. I hope they do something really, really, really cool with this. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for you to be excited. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we can't it's all be Dr. D getting our favorite characters released every few weeks, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So. He's so cute when he's excited, though. Dr. D? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> He's like giddy. It's adorable. <sighs> and, you know, who knows? He might be affiliated in a brotherhood. So, you know. That's true. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we, hey, look, we take all people. Did you see Correct. Taylor in the chat? Uh, I'm going to clip those off. Uh, the the two things on this chair and put uh, giant razors and buzzers. Modoc the Barber Supreme. I mean, so like from the trailers for the yeah. new Ant-Man movie, yeah, he's flying around with like razor blades and saws and stuff. I really like it. Yeah. Really like Taylor, it. Taylor, why would you make yourself like have that much more work? My goodness. <laughs> if there's one thing I can say about Taylor, who I absolutely adore, is that he is always willing to pile significantly more work on himself. <laughs> <laughs> make it make it harder. My goodness. But I do, I, do love- I will be upset if he is five threat. I want it to be something else. Yeah. Ravensguard just said that he's it's going to be a four threat. So I'm all about that life. I mean, that that would certainly be the trend of the year. We've only had four threats so far, right? And then really? uh, five with Ulick, one, a single five with Ulick. Yeah. Who Most people don't even, don't even really know who yeah. that is. Yeah. Who's Ulick? I'm sorry. Who? who? Sounds made up. <laughs> he's part of crime, though. I don't know. If, <laughs> uh, you know, he's, he's part of crime. We had to have that discussion. 
Uh, so Devil Pup All brings right. up a oh really good God. point. A really, really good point. Um, so <laughs> you know when you make something supreme, you either add olives and peppers to it, or if you're playing by Taco Bell rules, tomatoes and sour cream. Right. So there is very much an opportunity here to have multiple different Modoc scientist supremes based on what type of toppings that you're going to yes. add to them. Modoc pizza supreme. That's actually really, really, that's, that's a fantastic idea, Devil Pup. So, so can I, I'm going to say on stream now, I'm going to have uh, Taylor commission me a Modoc pizza Supreme. Yeah. Yep. Taylor, that sound, that sound good to you? Let's make it happen. <laughs> I'm not hearing a no from Taylor. Right. No. That's true. I don't hear a no. So, so I think I go the other route and I go the Taco Bell route, except it has to be extra, right? So not only is it Modoc with tomato and sour cream, it's also a Doritos Locos Nacho Taco. Oh, so I want Cool Ranch dust blasted all over that bad boy mm -hmm. in addition to the tomatoes and sour cream. Give me that Cool Ranch dust. Right? Everyone loves it. Uh, I did see that you can buy the Cool Ranch dust as a seasoning. Now I know what you're thinking. Isn't that just ranch dust? Kind of. There's also <laughs> cheese thrown in there, too. There you go. Right? It's like a cheesy ranch. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because regardless of what Dorito you get, there's always a little cheesy there. Right. I like that a lot. Similar to the scientist, excuse me, Supreme. But. Because if it ain't cheesy, it ain't going down easy. That's true. That's what they say. <laughs> All right. So I think that is going to bring us <laughs> to the end of this week's Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? But before we go, Danny and yes. Ben, uh, I believe Dylan asked Dan and I this last week. Do you guys have any updates to your short uh, list of characters you would like to see in MCP? I still want Blink. Uh, yeah. So bad. If you had to give me your top five, who would they be? Oh. Okay. Hang on. I need a minute. Ben, you go for it. And why are they three <laughs> yeah. different Magnetos? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> Mag we already, we need first class Magneto. We need X-Men Magneto. Mm -hmm. uh, no, in all serious, the the top five, uh, the number one that I that I want to see uh, is the Black Knight. Um, mm. I, I want all the Black Knight uh, one because I think he's he's just I think he'd be a really cool model. Uh, they could put him on the a Pegasus, make him a really cool five threat. Um, it would it would be kind of rough because he'd be another Avenger, but he'd also you know we we have the start of one of my favorite teams, uh, uh, Team Excalibur, mm -hmm. uh, with Psylocke. She's the first official one. So once we get like Nightcrawler and Captain Britain uh, and Black Knight, uh, like so we, we we would have a whole Excalibur team. But you know, you know the team. Uh, this this might be sacrilege. I will, uh, and, and I've said it uh, on our uh, on our podcast several times. I've said it on other podcasts. Uh, I will leave Brotherhood for two teams. One Excalibur uh, as a serious competitive team. I will leave. Mm -hmm. uh, Brotherhood. And then the second one I will leave Brotherhood in a hot second is the Wrecking Crew. Oh yeah, give, give me the Wrecking Crew. I want to slap people with a magical crowbar mm -hmm. and call it a day. Cool Malekith, bro. Here's a magical crowbar <laughs> to the face. Um, I think the Wrecking Crew is a really great pick. By the way, like I really just kind of appreciate that on a personal level because I don't think there's a lot of people out there championing that champ championing oh, yeah. them uh but i think they deserve it a little bit for sure i will show up in construction guy gear 
Uh, and yeah, they will cool. sell out of purple uh, knitted uh, ski masks for sure. Yeah, yep, yep, and green. It's like purple and green. It's like just, uh, it's it's weird. But you know, it's a magical crowbar. So yeah. you know, uh, and and believe it or not, I will get a Nerf crowbar to slap people with. It will be, <laughs> uh, and you'll have to roll the dice. Is this the day that that Ben has cracked and brought a real crowbar? Right. <laughs> uh, I like no, Taylor's. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm I'm excited for Wrecking Crew. Uh, I like Taylor's uh, response in chat of his top five are The Wall, Squirrel Girl, and then three others that aren't Iceman. Honestly, <laughs> that's five really good picks. Raven's Guard says uh, Valkyrie on a Pegasus, actually, which would be super dope. Uh, and this is see, and then this might cross over with what I'm sure Shane's would potentially be uh, with with uh, with Taylor's other one, where he says a Scorpion, Vulture a sandman nightcrawler and the taco driver from the deadpool movies <laughs> dopinder thank you dan for remembering for, that dopinder uh dopinder yeah uh shane is actually looking for electro uh yeah that's, and more specifically the goofy hat electro uh not not the you know like super like high not flat, not the, not the blue boy not the blue boy he wants goofy triangle hat man yes I actually, I, I would love to see a whole bunch of new spider foes in there. I think Scorpion, um, yeah. Hobgoblin, uh, maybe another, maybe another symbiote like Null, like Devil Pup says. Yeah. Um, Hydro Man. I th- there's a lot. Silver Sable I could see as a really cool like maybe a spider foe, maybe a web warrior going back and forth, kind of like Black Cat does, and randomly also in Midnight Suns for some reason. But yeah, like Tombstone. You've got um, yeah. Uh, oh, what's the guy with the big old forehead? What do they call um, hammerhead? Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just can you imagine that monitor? Just like a big square. How about you, Danny? Okay, you I'm ready. locked in. I'm locked in. You look okay. super ready. I did a bunch of research in like two minutes. Okay, yeah. so Blink number one. Mm-hmm. Want her desperately. Um, I would also like Namora. Right. Yeah. The blue chick yeah. from the same comics would love to see her. OK, mm-hmm. I would love to see the Phoenix dark or not. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I think that having um, a dark Phoenix, which yeah. thing would be really freaking cool. Oh, that would be rad as right? hell, actually. That would be super awesome. And I would like to see uh, Lady Deathstrike. Oh, okay, yeah. that's only four, but that's what I got time to look up real fast. Well, uh, Lady Deathstrike could totally be in Weapon X program, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah, one hundred. Hell yeah, yeah. So, and what's the one old lace with the dinosaur? A Gert, right? The old yeah. Gert. There you go, AMG. I just did all your uh, R and D work for you. Yeah. Just make all of those happen. Not even quick. restricted, like R and D. You know, and uh, I'd be happy. Um, speaking of the runaways, Nico is one of the, the characters that I would absolutely adore in this game. Uh, my others haven't really changed. Wiccan and Speed, um, Phantom X and Quentin Choir are like my my real, real, real short list. But coming or talking about uh, the Exiles and Excalibur and um, some of those other groups, there's a lot there. I, I would love to see how they would pull off Morph. Oh, my uh, God. Morph would be great. Right. And uh, who else was I thinking? There was some other person in, in one of those groups. Uh, Sentry and Void from Mr. Simpson. I I would now that's going to be an ultimate encounter. Like trying to Is prevent Sentry? the Sentry and the Void. Oh yeah, yeah. 
but uh but yeah that would be that would be dope Dan and all the got, thunderbolts Dan got like sorry the asterisk because he was saying sounds like dick tracy villains now <laughs> and it censored him <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh poor dan um, I do, like, I do like how Dan shouted out another Magneto. Yes, I would also like to see another Magneto. That would be cool. Or mm-hmm. yeah. right, I mean, affiliate with X Men. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was there was something there was some other affiliation that I really want. I mean, like the mutates. I want to see another Sinister. Honestly, I, I really like Mister Sinister. I want to see like Bar Sinister though. I want to see like wild out there crazy Mister Sinister with three different um uh grunts of his own clones mm-hmm. that. Yep. suits on his head yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah i would uh i would do i would i would so adore that and yeah everyone i think not everyone because i'm not a huge uh fantastic four person but i think fantastic four seems like an easy include right at right. some point 2024 yeah. is coming up right if there's a year to release it it's it's either yeah. at the end of the year in 2023 when you've already released a whole ton of fours right or just launch 2024 with it yeah I will say, and actually, and we just we talked about this the other day. I'd love to see the Extinction Squad um, mm. from versus X Men with a new Cyclops leadership. Uh, mm. So it's like Magneto, Cyclops, Storm, Colossus, uh, Magic, Magic, uh, Emma, Emma Frost mm-hmm. is, is a part of that one. And said, you know, I mean, all the pieces are there. We just we need a different, you know, Cyclops, and they can change up his co- his costume. He could be like a five threat Cyclops, you know. As a leader, one hundred percent. Well, and when you when you talk about that group too, right? The Phoenix Five. Like, I think you have a shifting. I and this honestly would be so rad mechanically. This might be the greatest thing I've ever thought of that you just pretty much already said. But (laughs) it's an affiliation where the affiliation and leadership ability shifts as people get dazed and the affiliation ability gets stronger. Right. So as they were taking out that extinction group. Like they took out what Colossus and magic pretty early and then their power shifted to Emma and Cyclops and Namor and then Namor gets taken out and Emma and Cyclops become like just, they were already at God level, but even stronger. And then Cyclops alone at the end with all of their power in one, how rad would that be to figure out mechanically as far as a, really- a shifting, like the more you hurt them, the better they get. You might as yeah. How, what do you even do there? I like the counterplay there. It's like, well, I, I want a days one cause it's bad, but not too bad, but at least it takes one of them out. Like, I, I think that would be. You play a control team. We talked about that. Correct. That's right. You don't play attrition. That is yeah. how, yeah. Yep. All right. And and real quick before we we sign off and we we thank the patrons and, and all that good stuff. Ben, you have a, a podcast with Shane called Crisis Point. You yeah. want to talk yeah. a little bit about that, where people can find it, what the YouTube and stuff is. And I'll make sure to put those links in the, in the show notes as well. So if you're yeah, listening so you to the podcast version, us- you can find it. Yeah, you can find us all uh, on all the regular podcast uh, channels now. I believe we we got uh, got that rocking and rolling. And uh, if you, we've got our own new uh, YouTube channel, all new uh, Spotify, and all all that fun stuff. So we can separate. We used to be part of uh, the other uh, our our sister program with uh, Command Point, uh, but Crisis Point is brand spanking new. Like I said, we I think we're ten eleven episodes in. Like I said we're we're having a great time. Uh, we have some really fun features called Splash Mountain, uh, which is uh, a, a really wonderful uh, opportunity to just talk about different characters and really neat situations and affiliations that they can go in. Uh, and we have the Hot Takes Time Machine, which is super fun. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, fun. Uh, yeah, we have we have a lot of fun. We tend to lean a little bit 
um, competitive in, in our conversations of kind of what's what's good and um, what's not. And like I said, we're, uh, we're we're building up the Rochester Thunderdome is what we're like. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, but come check us out. Uh, Alyssa and I have a vlog um, on there as well um, from LVO. And um, yeah, so come check out, check out Crisis Point. We have a really good time. All right. Beautiful. Well, Ben, thank you so much for being here. Danny, obviously, it's always super fun to have you on as well. I love it. Um, and a huge thank you to everyone that is supporting us with subs and follows here on Twitch, as well as following over on the Facebook or the YouTube. All those links are right down below. But a massive shout out to those of you subbing here on the Twitch, as well as our patrons over at patreon.com slash professional casual. We absolutely are 100% reliant on your support. So we greatly, greatly appreciate it, especially our King Ding Doppeldongers and our professional cake sitters, which includes Bastion, Rob, Devil Pup, Bicon, Leroy, Dr. D, Tony Hot Hands, Iron Maze, Wizard Skills, Otis, Cider Drinker, hmm? and I said Dagna? I don't think so. Dagna. I think I led with, yeah, Dagna. Yeah. And cider drinker. Cider drinker. And Dagna. But, guys, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Make sure to follow Five Star Reviews. Do an absolute uh, tremendous uh, thing for us. Help us get into more eyes, more ears, and more pockets uh, on downloaded phones. I think that counts. But <laughs> Get in those pockets. Right. Uh, but follow here on the Twitch as well. Uh, guys, I'll be streaming Tuesday through Friday. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern every day except Monday. Taylor uh, and the Hobby Hangout has moved to Monday nights at 6. And Oh, yeah, the Power Phase, the live Marvel Crisis Protocol Battle Reports has moved to Tuesday nights. Outside that, everything else will remain the same and we'll, we'll be continuing to be right here. As far as some other things that are going to be coming down the pipe, we will be at Adepticon in March. We will be there all week. Uh, you will want to certainly be following along for that, especially if you can't make it. We will be streaming every event that will be going on there uh, at one time. So like Thursday does have two events happening simultaneously. So we'll obviously only be able to do one of those, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we will be streaming the main events, including the challenger event on Saturday and Sunday, a what if event on Thursday and the team uh, tournament on Friday. We'll also be at iron weld in May, which is going to be a team LVO qualifier, I believe, Ooh. the first of its kind. That's cool. Which should be super rad. There's also a potential March 11th. We will uh, either I'll be playing in or streaming uh, the Midgard Games LVO qualifier as well, which sold out super quick. I think they moved it up to 32 players. Uh, there was a wait list for it. Um, so Brian has been absolutely killing it with the with the event organization over there at Midgard. And they mm -hmm. I am very excited to see a, a really strong community growing in the Northeast. I know we mm -hmm. have some great groups in um, Vermont and New Jersey, uh, upstate New York, especially out near Rochester and Syracuse. Uh, so I'm really excited to see the community continue to grow. We will also be heavily involved in the Salt Lake City. Nope. Salt City Open. Uh, in July in Syracuse, New York. So yeah, a lot of great stuff coming for uh, for MCP. Adepticon is going to be an absolute blast, uh, and and we're super excited to be along for it. All right, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. And remember, I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. 
Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.